thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well. Today we start a series called Stuff About God. In these next few episodes, I hope that we learn about who He is and what He does. It's important to think about these things because what we know about God and what we know about what He does affects how we live our lives. What we know and believe about Him affects how we worship, how we live. The more we understand God and His characteristics, the better we will follow Him, the better we will serve Him. In this series, I want to help us know God better and strengthen what we believe about Him so that we can live a life that honors and glorifies Him. God is. God is great. God is good. God is love. He is sovereign. He's light. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He is ever-present. If you think about it, there's truly no one or nothing like our God. The Bible reminds us of that in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2. There is, none holy like the Lord, there is none holy like the Lord, for there is none beside you. There is no rock like our God. I pray that over the next few weeks we will learn some stuff about God and that we'll experience His majesty. I hope over the next couple of weeks we capture the greatness of our God and it changes the way that we live. In this episode, we look at the fact that God is holy. Some say that holiness is the most important attribute of God. It is the most fundamental of all of His characteristics. The holiness of God unifies all of His attributes and is perfectly expressed through His actions. He does not mess up. He's never out of His character. This is what sets him apart from everything else. Holiness is the moral excellence of God. He is holy, completely other. He's distinct from creation. He's pure. He's incorruptible. Holy, holiness is the absence of sin and the presence of goodness. The absence of evil and the presence of righteousness. It is void of all negative and void of all wrong, with the embodiment of all things good and right. Let me use an illustration from our everyday everyday life to help us understand holiness. Being healthy is more than just the absence of disease. Being healthy has a positive aspect, one of growth and life and vibrance. Healthy has an absence of something bad, but it also has the presence of something positive. Holiness is the same way. Holiness does not have sin or the effects of sin. It does have the presence of goodness. There is no corruption in God. He is the perfect example of all things good and right. So the holiness of God matters. Let's look at Psalm 145, verse 7. The Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. First, holiness conditions and limits the exercise of his attributes. Let me explain it this way. His wrath is perfect. It is absent of evil. His judgment is fair. It has no prejudice. 
His punishment is not, it's not tainted or without purpose. If his wrath, judgment, and punishment not, were not held in check by his holiness, the world, have been, the world would have been obliterated a long time ago with no solution, with no salvation. Another way to say that is that his qualities are united and in mutual harmony at all times. God is not the drunk father that beats the crap out of his kids because he's out of control. He loves perfectly. He exercises his wrath without the presence of without the presence or influence of evil. God is good all the time because God is holy. The holiness of God also matters because he declares the moral standard. From the creation story, we see that God determines and declares what is good. He saw things that he created and declared them good. Psalm 25 verse 8 says this, Good and upright is the Lord, therefore. He instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. His holiness keeps God faithful and true. Psalm 89 verse 35 says, Once for all I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie to David. Because God is holy, he remains constant. He's faithful and true to his word. He's faithful and true to his character. He's faithful and true to his promises. God's holiness matters. It matters because it reveals our sin. Isaiah chapter 6, 1 through 5. The prophet Isaiah saw this vision of God's holiness, and he was overwhelmed by his very own sin. Listen to what he says in verse 5. Woe is me, for I am lost. For I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. Holiness helps us to see that we are sinful. His holiness also gives us a standard of living. Leviticus 19.2 says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation. Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. If you keep reading in that chapter, God spells out how we should live and how we should be holy like he is holy. How we live is one of the things that should be influenced when we realize God's holiness. Some other ways God's holiness should impact our everyday. Go back to Isaiah 6 verse 1. We should come face to face with our sin. We should come face to face with our sinfulness and we should confess it. The Bible also gives us some other ways that we should respond when we see that God is holy. Psalm, 90, Psalm 99 verse 9 says that we should exalt and worship God. We should, hold God. we should hold God in high regard. We should understand his position and allow him to reign in our lives. Psalm 5 7 says we should bow in God's presence. God is holy and we should acknowledge that. Isaiah 12 6 says that we should shout and we should sing because we have experienced the holiness in God our midst. We should shout and we should sing because we have seen the Holy One in our midst. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says that we should respond to God by living for Him. When we understand God's holiness, we should live different than the world. When we realize and understand the holiness of God, we have to respond. We have to respond. We respond through worship. We respond through serving God. We respond through living pure and holy lives. 
To wrap up this episode, let's see what Peter says in chapter 1, verse 15. As he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. We've got to respond to God's holiness by living separate, distinct lives. Fight for your purity. Fight for your holiness. Fight to eliminate sin from your life and decide to intentionally live a good and holy life. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.